all three of my kids are born at home, natural births, hot tub, birthing chair, and couch. And um, and then my wife, they gave my wife, um, the, the midwife gave my wife four oxycodone because she tore vagina. And, you know, and but we didn't know, like, she was immediately addicted. She found her muse. Oh, wow. She found her love. So 10 years later, she commits suicide on that same drug. Hey, y'all, it's Baldo here, and I want to help you unlock your next level potential with a discounted ticket to this year's Howdy Health Fest happening in December. Use code HDYHPOD25 and enjoy a weekend filled with world-class biohacking products, top health experts, movement, connection, and recovery, and maybe even some ice baths and some nice sauna time. Remember, this year's festival is December 2nd through 4th. It's going to be an exciting time. We are committed, committed to you to bring you the best experience that your health can achieve. Welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. Uh, We are here (laughs) getting IVs as always. Um, We have an awesome guest in today, Mr. Newts from uh, Newtopia, but he said he'll explain that later. Um, Baldo is still out of the country, so you guys get me, Allison, co-hosting with Nurse Dosa today. What's up, guys? (laughs) Awesome. We have some test tubes on in front of us right now they have some pills in them and the pills are, are really cool uh they have layers in them it looks yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. stripes to them and all that. yeah um and is that a, i don't know if that is a fetus it's a test tube baby test tube baby oh that is a test tube baby literally uh sitting in front of us luke story tried to take my test tube baby apart damn that's i crazy. rescued it just in time oh no yeah i'm like the roe v wade of test tube babies <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm looking at the size of the tube. We just drew some blood a while ago, so I'm like, yeah. That's, that's a vacuum that, tanner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yes, right. Yeah. Oh, you, you're going yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, that's the right size baby for that. It's for a that great. Tube. This is how I. This is how I funded my first company. Oh, what? Uh, what do you mean by that? I right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into Let's it. Go. Let's go. Let's get into it. Oh my God. So, uh, so back in the '80s, in the mid '80s, um, in 1984. There was a Life magazine cover of the first in vitro, 10-year anniversary of the first in vitro fertilization. Mm. Okay? Yeah. I saw it on the front cover, and I go, I know this is going to last a long time on the front covers of magazines. I called my stepdad who owned a clinical laboratory. I was in the Air Force in Central California, Atwater, California. I said, dude, I need a VC, venture capital, right? And he's like laughing, and he goes, dude, you should probably get a high school diploma (laughs) before you start begging for money. But he knew I wanted to start a company. He was the impetus for me to start a company. He was the one that said, you should start a company. In eighth grade, he said, you're never going to make it working for the other guy. So I said, who's the other guy? And he goes, a Porsche, Cadillac, Mercedes. And I said, okay. So I went and got a job at a tennis club where a lot of Porsches, Cadillacs, and Mercedes were. So anyhow, fast forward. So the first in vitro fertilization, uh, the, the cover was on Life magazine. And I said, I can make test tube babies. I bought a bunch of these little plastic babies for a third of a penny a piece, 2,000 of them. And then I called Jack and I said, hey, Jack, I need some venture venture capital. That's right. Some angel investment because I'm going to start a company and I need to I need to launch it by selling these because I didn't want to spend the money I was saving. I wanted to make a company to fund a company. So so he said, I'm, I'm out, you know, in a classic Shark Tank way. Uh, but in replacement, a week or so, almost two weeks later, I got a bunch of boxes on my front porch um, when I rode my bike back from lunch. And those boxes, and there was a card on it that said, Dear Mark, here's your venture capital love, Jack. And it was 2000, um, 
vacutainers, blood drawing tubes that were expired. The anticoagulant yep. had expired. Yep. <clears throat> At that time, they came in stainless steel test tube racks. So, so myself, my good friend, Vic Ferrari, Tony Ferrara, and Elise, my girlfriend at the time, we put a huge pot of water on the stove because the plastic of the babies would soften it 200 degrees. What does water boil at? That's right, 212. <laughs> so, so we would take 100 babies at a time and put them in this pot of boiling water. We would take a bong hit to ease the pain. And then we would grab a baby and shove it in a test tube. And it would stick about halfway. We'd put a little writ dye in it and it would dye it lightly blue or lightly pink. Had a little card on it. We put them back in the test tube rack, and I'd go to these little mini marts, and I would sell these to the owners, and they'd make money on them. It was great, and that's how I saved enough money to buy my first laser, start my first laser company, and and some other stuff. So yeah. that's, that's the story of test tube babies. Wow, starting that's such only, a only niche, America, like only <laughs> America. right, 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 only America. right. <laughs> wow. So, wait, so how many did you sell? Two thousand. I got. I, I sold eight hundred in the stores, and then I was a I did a little bit of worship lead, and I did a little bit of, of adolescent, like, church school training stuff once in a while. And it was pretty funny. And so so um, uh, I went to church. I, I just led some worship, and the pastor's wife says, hey, hey, what's this, what's this test your baby thing you're doing? Or the, what's this thing you're doing? And I pulled one out. I thought they were funny as hell. I thought they were so cool, right? <laughs> and and um, we we're getting traction, and it was great. And she goes, how many you got left? I said, about 1,200. She goes, we'll buy them all. Because they handed them out. It was like their At the stamp. clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Wow. <clears throat> Not my intention at all. I yeah. thought they were cool and fun, but this anyhow. This ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it, it's got hair on it and everything. Or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You made your businesses out of this I, first thing. I funded my first business by doing this. And then I, and then it, well, it got me a laser that I could make into a laser light show that I could rent to DJs. And then I started scaling it down and I made a laser that would give you a laser light show in your living room. And then we got sharper image and these, these big, you know, retailers involved and we started doing those. And then, so I started and sold my first three companies in the first five years. And so that was how I got it started. That's incredible. So when somebody says to you, they go, dude, I really need some money to start this company. You go, dude. Test two babies. Test two babies. <laughs> possible. Do the babies. Possible. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. So how how did we get from lasers for DJs to uh, to this supplementation? Oh my god. There's. I mean, it's you want the you want the short story or the long story? I want the best story. The, yeah. Okay. So I'm in the Air Force still, right? I'm. I happen to go from being the super skinny, six foot three, hundred and thirty five pound guy to two hundred and fifteen pounds. And very low body weight or body fat and bodybuilder, right? I was, I was like bodybuilding, lifting a lot, being aggressive, and um, so I was I was pretty big. And when you sign up for the military, you sign your kind of rights away, right? That's one part of the deal. Like you sign your rights away to the point where they can put you, send you to a foreign country to get killed. That's how much. You, so, so they were there was this new drug that was being tested on humans called Accutane. Hmm. It was a cystic <laughs> acne drug. Okay, yep. shitty stuff. <laughs> shitty stuff. And so because I was, my size I was, and the Presidio in San Francisco is where the military, there was an army base there with a big medical establishment. That's right at the base of the, of yeah. the Golden Gate Bridge, is, 
Um, they said, we're going to send you there every two weeks. They're going to give you mega doses of Accutane. They're going to do blood and saliva and urine test. And then they're going to send you back. At this point, did you know what they were testing it for? Did they just say, we're going to test this? No, they just, said, they just said two things. They said, this is going to get rid of any acne that you have. And we need to quantify the date. We need to get the results from your lab tests on a regular basis. And I should have suspected like, like six months into it, they brought me in and there was this, there was this thing. It was like, a, like, you know what a whitehead is on a yeah. zit, right? But it was about that big around. And it, it like it wouldn't pop, it wasn't there wasn't any pus in it or anything it was just right. this weird white thing, and and so doc he he does a, a local anesthesia on it, right? It was and on he, your back for those I'm listening. A, I'm <laughs> back, yeah yeah thank you I'm right. back, and then he cuts around it and does an incision around it and pulls it out and it looks like a jellyfish with the tendrils. Oh. It was wrapped around my rib and it was a tumor that had developed from this drug. That should have been a clue. It was a clue. And so, so anyhow, so um, so that happens, right? And you don't, you don't think much of it because I got out a couple years later, right? And um, and I moved into the back of a health club, and I started making these lasers, give you a laser light show in your living room, that kind of stuff. I had this dream of being an entrepreneur and making a, a company. So um, so we fast forward to 1993, and suddenly I'm just can't focus at all. I got no energy. I feel like shit. Um, I feel really unempowered. I'm depressed. I've got a chronic nose, nasal drip, like a pint a day mm. type stuff. And it was just, I really felt sick. I had no energy. I took a nap every afternoon and I couldn't recover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that shit. And so I didn't know what was wrong. So I went to a bed. I, I got invited to go to a bed and breakfast from a friend of my, my wife at the time um, uh, to this bed and breakfast. And this guy that owned the bed and breakfast was a NDMD or he's an MDND. Right. He got sick and tired of what he called rattlers, mm-hmm. which were the old folks. And when, uh, during his internship, he said the old folks would come down the hallway and you'd hear them because they'd have a, a paper bag full of like the 10 or 20 prescriptions they were on rattling. And mm-hmm. then he'd come into them and say, what should I do? And he'd go, you should get rid of all of them and you should you know, yeah. try it. So he got sick and tired of, of you know, allopathic medicine and started looking Went at... Went to naturopathic. Yeah. yeah, what are naturopathic stuff? So, so I'm at this, I go to this bed and breakfast and he shakes my hand as I come in and He's got a beautiful little old place um, on 40 acres and, and very cool. And he kind of looks in my eyes. He was, a, he was a competitive skier, so really fit, ripped, 76 years old or something. And he, and he shakes my hand. He goes, he goes, Mark, so glad to have you here. And I didn't know he was a doctor. I wasn't going up there. I was going up to a bed and breakfast to take a break because I hadn't had a vacation ever. And so, and he goes, gosh, your eyes are a little bloodshot. And he goes, do you drink? And I said, no, no, no I'm not a day drinker. Um, he goes, your hands are kind of cold and clammy, but it's a nice day out. What's the deal? I said, yeah, I, I can't regulate my temperature very well and stuff. And he goes, man, I, I don't know, but let's take your temperature this morning and next morning. And, and, you know, and he did that for four days and he goes, you're, you're probably, uh, you know, hypothyroid. Mm. And it was like bomb. So at the time, the gold standard for thyroid was armor. Mm-hmm. So, right. It isn't anymore. Stay yeah. away. Medication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, but it was desiccated thyroid, so it had you know the full TSH, T you know T3 and T4 conversion components and all that stuff. So so he started me on that, and like six weeks later, I didn't need a nap anymore. And 12 weeks later, I was feeling pretty good, and I was back to doing doing running and other stuff that I did on a regular basis. And six months later, I'm like negotiating venture capital deals and feeling like a badass rock star. <laughs> totally flipped your health around. Yeah, yeah, and that was like the aha moment was hold it, if this you know like like Steve Martin in the Jerk, you know. If this if this is good, what what else is out there, you know, <laughs> right? And so, so I had that that epiphany, and so I started kind of listening to 
health staff. I, I did Harvey and Marilyn Diamond had this thing called um, Fit for Life. Like he had gastric intestinal problems, which when you take when you take um, Accutane, it just destroys your bowel flora, just destroys it. And so I couldn't manufacture my own vitamin B. So I'm going, oh shit, maybe I should do something about that. So Harvey Marilyn Diamond had this cool book and this process, which is basically juicing. So did you? Sorry to go back a little bit. Like no, when, no, no. When this happened with the bed and breakfast owner, and you started like learning about nutrition stuff, how long did it take you to make the tie to the Accutane, or did you kind of know right away? He put me on. He did an EWAT. He had an EWAT system, mm-hmm. exercise with oxygen therapy. Mm. He had a treadmill with an oxygen concentrator and a nose mask in it. Yeah. And he put me on that on the fourth day I was there. And I'm on it for about a half hour. <clears throat> about 20 minutes into it, I felt like, like I was profusely sweating on my left-hand side. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a, an open sore on my lat that was the size of a silver dollar. And it was weeping clear fluid. He sampled the clear fluid, sent it to the lab, and it was over 80% Accutane. Whoa. This is 10 years, and I'm an athlete the whole time. This is 10 years after my last dose, and I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm doing biathlon events. I'm doing a coast race. I'm living in a gym. You're I'm, sweating a ton, basically. Yeah, exactly. I should, have been, to I should have been completely detoxed, yeah. Yeah. But the EWAT drove it out. So, wow. Yeah, it was amazing, amazing. And so that was like the aha moment for me and for him. Like this may have been maybe the problem with your thyroid as well is this dormant thing. I mean, for people listening, like I got into this on the skincare episode, but like for people (laughs) listening that are not familiar with Accutane, can you just describe what it was supposed to do? And then like, okay, so some of the things from my experience, my dermatologist tried to get me to take it in probably like 2009 and this was when it was popular to take too. Right. Like a lot of my friends were on it. And even as a teenager going into the like dermatologist to see, you know, maybe this is the thing for me. She like told me about the process. As a female, you had to sign off that you were taking, you were doing three different things, like taking three different forms of birth control while on Accutane. So it could be like literally the birth control. You had to like sign that you right. were using condoms. Like there had to be three methods of birth control. Because they were like, you cannot get pregnant on this stuff. And they right. wouldn't tell me why. They just were like, you absolutely can't get pregnant on this. And so like, what? and like, even as a kid, I freaked out when I heard that. And I was like, no, nah, I'll figure something else out. I'm not taking, like, it's not worth it for the acne. For you viewers, it's, if you get a chance, I would Google thalidomide baby. Okay. This was a drug used in the 60s. And I think it was a birth control drug. Mm. And uh, that, that they would give women. And if you had a baby on it. They were deformed. They had little flipper arms. and Oh, I've seen those. <clears throat> right, yeah. right. So it's a little my baby. So anyway, so, Accutane, Accutane is, has so a Accutane lot of side is, effects. Accutane is like spooning cancer. Like, mmm. <laughs> it was supposed my to be an acne yogurt. treatment. It was right, supposed yeah. to be an acne treatment oral via pill. Right, right. I'm, but, in the Air, I'm in the Air Force and I'm an athlete in the Air Force and I'm fixing jet aircraft. And so I am a great candidate. Plus, you know, and so I'm a great candidate. Healthy for, person. To- yeah, super healthy. And also working in really extreme environments like a jet aircraft. And so, so I was, you know, and I had this, I had cystic acne. So that was, you know, so I, number one, I had cystic acne. I was also an athlete and I was big. So they could give me mega doses and test how much you could take, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was, it was awful. So what it does is it, the, from, from what, from my analysis, what it did is it changes the format, you know, the, the actual look and feel of all the hair follicles. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So they so the sebaceous you know sebaceous glands so that it, it can release the stuff that's stuck in there. So it's not actually even doing anything like really. No, it's, it's just it's moving really the hair follicles right, around. Right, right, yeah, right, right. interesting. And then, but it also is killing your bowel flora. Like if you took yeah. anti you know antibiotics, extreme antibiotics as well, and it dries you. It completely dries out your skin now because it gets rid of the oils. So we all know the oils aren't essential for your body or anything, but those humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god aren't essential for your body i dropped that one i apologize yeah, yeah, yeah. dang so john i am distracted because my IV I needs yeah, to yeah, get pulled out i see him being like we need to pull the IV out um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's fully yeah it's, it's just really screwing up so um and i got to the point i was at one point i was in a jesus rock band believe it or not <laughs> and i'm singing triumph fight the good fight which is a fantastic song that everybody needs to tune out to Rick Emmett on vocals and lead guitar. I thought you and said you're not a plug guy. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to plug my rock, fi- my, my rock fiends. Yes. So, and, and I had to hit a really high tenor note in that song. And when I, so I'm, I'm raising my sure mic up, right, to, to hit the right note. And I crack from the base of my ear here all the way to my collarbone. It just cracks is- and starts bleeding. Because it was so dry. Cr- oh, like the and twisting, just... the twisting Oof. of doing that, yeah. So, which was great because a bunch of uh, three hundred, you know, Baptist kids were thinking that I was some kind of, you know, singing, singing them damn secular songs, <laughs> Satan's music. Yeah, so, so got... you just proved them right, right then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally, I totally nailed it. Yeah. They were like, he's singing this Jesus song, <laughs> but he is punk rock. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's oh, you so punk, he made himself bleed. My outfit was totally Devo. <laughs> Literally, I was. It was this nylon with these really short cuffs. Yeah. And, you know, it's like skin tight. You can tell I was circumcised. It was great. It was just this awesome, awesome outfit. And, you know, this neon green. Um, I got a great picture of it. I'm holding a, my Les Paul. And I've got a, a, in front of like a Yes logo that I did out of yarn on automobile carpet. <laughs> fucking awesome. So anyhow. You've so- lived quite a life. I just need to say it right now. Like, <laughs> that was a take to camera for that uh, one. Like- that's great. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, that, that shit is not something you want to play with. It was not good for me. It it um it did get rid of the cystic acne. Woo! The expense was I'm in a constant state, or you know, it it, it I have recurring precancerous tumors that will show up externally, mm. and then I have to use EWAT to get rid of them. How long did those take to? Okay, so there was already one, and that was what was that was the first, the first one after the okay. Yeah, so it was the first one, and then within seven, ten years, you had these tumors. Seven started. years later, another one came, um, showed up again. Ewat, mm-hmm. boom, eradicated it. Now I didn't really pay much attention. I started getting into, well, I started getting into thyroid, and then that led to Harvey Marilyn Diamond doing Fit for Life, which was shred shred your your fruit in the morning, right? Like like juice your fruit in the morning yeah which is stupid like that's a it was like start wash. your day with juice essentially right yeah. right right. and then food combining was the ultimate outcome of it like don't eat protein and carbs at the same time oh yeah yeah right? yeah yeah so those kind of things so the good part was i got detox like nobody's business doing that the bad part was part was 18 months into it i'm walking out to my car and i face plant um because I, my blood sugar jacked up to the 500s and i was going into a glycemic coma and so that was bad because juicing if you're constantly juicing like that like fruit juice right steve jobs i think you know even his condition would have been was probably exacerbated by the technique who's fructarian a lot of his life oh i had no idea about that either yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, was, that was the rip on him towards the end of life mm. that, and just just to say it please all the doctors actually ripped him for saying 
I don't know why he's doing all this, but the smart doctors are like, well, he's making it worse because if he has pancreatitis cancer, right. the insulin comes from the pancreas. Yeah. So, yep. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, it was it was not good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, so that was kind of experience. And then from there, I started studying a, a little bit. And what I found was there was this thing called an acetylcholine esterase inhibitor. So, um, and it was called huperzine A. Right? And so huperzine A, which was an extract of the you know, Hooperzine serrata plant. And what it did is it, it basically blocks the enzyme that breaks down acetylcholine in the brain mm-hmm. so that the acetylcholine can keep separate, you know, serrata. And it works really good. So basically you get better synaptic activity, m- better memory, more cognitive support, right? So you can think better and longer about things without fatigue. So I got excited about that because I heard it on a guy's radio show. I literally called into the radio show it was before cell phones were anything. I called into the radio show and I said, dude, I'm at the Portland airport. I'm 30 minutes away because I, I found out where he was at. You know, he, he said, and then I said, I will work for free for you for however long it takes in order to learn what you're learning so that I can, and if, and if I can increase, and I bought this domain webnutrients.com, if I can increase the sales of your company by 2x, then would you let me take it online? And he said, dude. That's no risk deal for me. I'm in. Yeah. So I tripled his company in six months. And then we we had, we had started working with a company in Florida making an effervescent tablet that was a bunch of amino acids that were a precursor to human growth hormone. Okay. Called a secretagogue. So you take that. And they said, and I said, I want the exclusive. I, I can't afford the development. But if you'll let me sell these exclusively online, then we can do a deal. And they said, great. You can, you're the exclusive online. You got it for two years. You got, you know, exclusivity. Is this all happening like during the dot-com boom? And Early dot-com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 98. You got, yeah. Right, right? time. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So uh, 96, 98. And then I went to 2000 with it. But um, yeah. So, right. And so it was the first, like, like October 1st of that year, we opened our doors on online doors and we did at the end of the month, we counted our receipts and we had done, I think it was 203,000 in sales. In one month online, that was a, his other company did forty five thousand. The online part did that. At the time, there was only really one merchant account provider mm-hmm. in the world. And if you've worked in nutritional supplements, um, nutritional supplements, depending on how mainstream they are, I mean, it can be either really easy or real problematic for the merchant account, right? Yep. I've had I've probably been shut down a dozen times because we do weird stuff, nootropics, right? So, um, <clears throat> so anyhow, they. The Card Services International was a, was a big shout out to Card Services International <laughs> for locking us out in 2006, bitches. <laughs> so, We're going to get merch for this episode. Exactly. Card yeah. Services International. <laughs> bitches. Right. This is my new we'll favorite Jesse, podcast episode, by Jesse the way. Pinkman, a Jesse Pinkman t-shirt with him doing Card Services International. So... So yeah, so it's great. So I did. I had a, a PR background and a and you know I knew how to do business plans and stuff. So, so they said, well, we don't understand what you're doing. We don't understand this internet web thing. What's going on? I said, dude, just look at Amazon, and you know and they were still very new. Amazon was very new back then, and so um, I had to write a business plan and I had to. So I wrote a like a 45 page business plan over the weekend, and then I wrote a press release. And the press release, and I, and I, and on Friday, I wrote the press release, three pages. I was so pissed because they were holding 80% of our cash. So there's no way we could even deliver the next month's subscription to the customers, right? Because we didn't have the cash because we were on a cash basis. 
So I wrote a, a press release, three pages that said, Card Services International hates the little guy and doesn't understand the internet. And then I, and I just scathing thing, and I knew how to do PR, right? So I sent it to them, to their CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, and I said, I said I'm going to release this Tuesday at noon if we can't work out some kind of an agreement. So Monday, Monday, just, just before noon, we got a call from the CEO and the CMO, and they said, what is this thing you're doing? We think you're dumpster diving for receipts, like you're just going and getting people's credit card numbers out of receipts from dumpsters, and then you're just running them. Right? I said, no, no, no. This is all online. We built they the technology. They literally thought you were like They fraudulent. literally thought it was being wow. fraudulent. Yeah, yeah. So we proved them wrong. They reversed it and gave and did a 20% holdback, which is still the standard in the industry. Yeah. Uh, did 20% holdback, and then we were able to continue the operation. And I sold my side to, to Dave, my partner, and then, uh, yeah. And then... And then I, I don't know if you guys know the backstory, like how I got into this side of no, it. No, that's what, yeah. <clears throat> so so we fast forward. I'm all, all three of my kids are born at home, natural births, hot tub, birthing chair, and couch. And um, and then my wife, they gave my wife, um, the, the midwife gave her four oxycodone because she tore. Yeah. Right? They wanted me to do an episiotomy and, and my legs went limp. I'm going, <laughs> I'm not going to cut my wife's vagina. I'm not. <laughs> So I like her vagina just as it is. <laughs> it's a nice vagina. And so, yeah, so I did that. And, and so it was great. And, you know, and, but we didn't know, like, she was immediately addicted. She found her muse. Oh, wow. She found her love. So 10 years later, she commits suicide on that same drug. Mm. So 2008. And so I got pissed. I was very fortunate that, that a good friend of mine, David McGinnis from, from uh, PR, PR Web at the time, um, he now has a company out in, now here as well doing PR, and um, and he gave me a place to stay for four years. He gave me a home to, you know, just said here this is yours. I owe you, and um, and so we just hung out for four years, and I just formulated three thousand formulations, trying to go okay. What what could I build that would be better than the best drug you've ever taken? That would be you know better than a Molly roll, right? Better than a a great acid high, or better, but would be more towards the performance side rather than just the euphoric or party side. Mm-hmm. And what would help people? Because so the whole thing was like, how do I get people off drugs, and how do I get them to have a mindset that would maybe lead them to more successful decision making and things like that. Right. So nootropics were the avenue, but there wasn't anything to play with back then. So I started working with pyroglutamic acid, which is a uh, an amino acid chelate that works really well. Um, but it it had a drag on the brain. When it was processing, it dragged the brain, and then it, you'd pop out of it with performance. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things. And then I just started combining molecules. I owned a software company at the time that did brainstorming software um, that was really helpful for people. Kind of like mind mapping, but more word association. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was, in, I was in business with the founder of Century 21 Real Estate, and we did the software. So Drew Carey wrote his book, and he wrote a lot of comedy with it. All of his comedy writers used our software, and... And Pastor Rick Warren down in Southern California at that big church, super church, mega church down there, he used it with all his associate pastors as well. And then a bunch of comedians used it and a bunch of artists used it and a bunch of CEOs used it. Does it, was, it still exist? <laughs> it does, it's, it's funny you say that. So we keep getting be- people begging us. Like like um, Hallmark still has, Hallmark cards, mm-hmm. still has a bunch of XT computers, not web-enabled, that are running our software. So they can write their write greeting the cards. cards. Yeah. yeah. Which me is not, I'm not going to call that a testament to the product. Like, but a I Hallmark, mean, it's a Hallmark moment. I mean. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Yeah. So you got set off on this whole thing to work on this company 
because you wanted to help people get off of drugs and feel... Yeah, I had a sister. My oldest sister was a heroin addict um, for many years, for over 30 years. And then here's this, this my wife, who is not anything you'd consider a heroin addict potential. Right. Who suddenly, you know, goes off onto oxycodone mm. like nobody's business. And then... I'm, and I knew enough people. I had some friends from high school and, and some others that had, had kind of lost it, gone down that deep, that deep dark road. And I'd lost a couple of friends as well. Um, and so this was interesting to me, not as a business, as just trying to solve this fucking problem. Excuse my language. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so I started just working with molecules, putting, pairing them together and getting performance. And then one day my son walked in, um, they had a studio, a little recording studio they had built um, in our house, and um, they had partied up until like 4 a.m. And they, they burst into my room and said, dude, we need some of your Jesus juice, the stuff that I've been concocting, right? This, <laughs> That's this a stuff. great name. That, okay, yeah, right. so you yeah. have other you have other uh, tubes here as well. You just yeah, yeah, held yeah. up a second one. Is that a Jesus tube? This was the Jesus, this is the, this is the basis of Jesus juice. It's called it's called Nectar X, and essentially it's a it's a very deep, dense, nootropic stack in drinkable form. The reason it's in a test tube is the test tube babies, mm-hmm. but um, but the other reason it's in a test tube is we couldn't fit everything you needed in a pill. Mm. I was trying to make a pill, so it I turned into a powder. So it turned into powder, and it tasted like crap. But it was really effective. So my my son, I make one molecular change to this formula, mix it up in a vat. And I give glasses to my son and his buddies, right? Um, and so I'm not sure if that made me the cool house on the street or what. But <laughs> but um, but they go back and they come in. They burst back into my room 40 minutes later and go, dude, we just wrote a song. We haven't written a song in four weeks. And we wrote one in 40 minutes. Like, like what's in that stuff? And how do we get more? And then they just wrote more songs that day. And it was like like the the light bulb went off. And you go, oh, but this guy, this could be really a... A serious creative enhancer, right? Creativity. Right. I didn't see the focus. We're going to come to find out that your son is the Backstreet Boys or something (laughs) after this. (laughs) No, but his name rhymes with Bieber. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, that was, that was kind of the the thing. And then, um, yeah, and, and, and I, and I was really into cognitive performance, but I, and I wasn't updating my software, this, this brainstorming software, I had, I, had, I had failed to update it. I was in mourning, man. I was, you know, my my wife had died, and I was still kind of going through this thing, and and I was trying to figure out what side was up. But what I was finding is the the people that were on my brainstorming software list that I sent samples of this to were getting really good performance, the majority of them, after I started customizing it to match their physiology and neurology. So I built an online database, a real simple forms system online with a MySQL backend. And then they would enter in their age and their weight and their date, you know, the date it was and, and um, how much exercise they were doing, how much coffee they were drinking and things like that. And then I would customize it based on some of these factors that I was seeing. And then I would put it in spreadsheets once in a while and go, oh, okay, these seem to be common threads for these kind of people. And these are common threads for these kind of people. The people that didn't take caffeine or the people that, that liked herbal teas instead of a caffeinated beverage or the people that didn't work out versus the people that worked out or the people that were over the age of 40 or the people under the age of 30. How did you like come up with all of these qualifiers and then what did you do once you gathered all that info from them? Obviously, you customized, but right. like, how, so, like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was kind of a hit and miss at first. Yeah. Um, I knew that, that too much choline would, would give you a foggy brain until it burned off. Mm-hmm. Too little would give you a headache because the accelerated acetylcholine 
use when you when the neurotropic takes over would use up the choline and then it would try to suck it out of out of your neck muscles mm. right and so when it did that it would give you a neck tension that would turn into a headache so I was going, ah, oh, that's an interesting effect. So it's an interesting, like subtle difference. Too. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there was a very, there was a, a limit to how much choline you could use effectively, but you needed to have some, it seemed. And then the other stuff was, how much stimulant did you need to overcome the processing that it took for the enzymes to break down the nootropic to turn it into the dopamine precursor and the serotonin precursor and the acetylcholine precursor and the GABA precursor, right? And, and so I needed to find a way to do that. Like, like I needed to make a stem thing that wasn't just caffeine. It had like a, a more moderated half-life and. Well, this, I mean, caffeine is like blocking your sleep receptors, essentially. It's right. not helping anything. It's right, just, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. like you were trying to create the thing that gave you more energy without having to sleep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, so yeah, so I built that and then I started looking at what the inherent problems that people had in their their physiology that would block the performance of the nootropic. And so the couple things that I found were, one was was people had poor inflammatory conditions, right? Negative inflammatory conditions, pro-inflammatory conditions. Mm-hmm. So I needed to get an anti-inflammatory yep. in there. They had, um, most pe- uh, many people had reduced natural B vitamin um, uptake in their system. Just so, natural, like- Yeah, yeah they did, yeah, they not, didn't, like, like yeah. me, I had, I had bad bowel flora. My microbiome sucked, so I had no- production right. right thank you Accutane <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so I needed that um, antioxidant right a lot of people have an oxidative stress mm-hmm. so they were dealing with that so how could I you know what are the antioxidants that would be most powerful with the longest lasting effect and the whole idea was I'm going to systematically remove each of the blocks to performance yeah so that, so that when the nootropic feel... took over you would have this like super boost. you feel so good yeah that, like yeah that's yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting take on it just like, yeah, just the, the thought process of how you went from like, okay, well, I just need to find all of the stuff that's making us perform less than optimally, remove it or correct right, it via right. nootropics. And then maybe that high is better than. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the cool know? thing. So once I got there then and, and made those like like little subtle changes and then did the customization mm-hmm. per individual, that's when things really took off. I, I originally I got a 30 to 42% success rate. Like my success rate was that there was another... 20 to 40 percent 30 percent 40 percent that were that were um you know level like they didn't get any performance increase or but they didn't puke their guts out and they didn't sue me and then there was about 20 percent that had a negative response like for whatever reason it just didn't respond well Mm -hmm. they got maybe they got dizzy or they got a headache or they got or they just didn't feel right i mean people react to things so differently like even with like our supplements honestly like some people like the caffeine boost versus you know some people can't handle caffeine like it doesn't it's not even anything serious you know it's like little changes so so in that what um what i found was if i started modifying the quantities of each of these kind of these factors Mm -hmm. like more antioxidant or less antioxidant more stem or less stem more adaptogen. And are you like, I mean, I'm sure you're obviously like doing research and stuff as well, looking at the papers, but like, was there a lot of information available at this time? And And NCBI was out there. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff wasn't online yet. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, when I research stuff now, I feel like it's in the 2010s is really when it started like kind of getting vitamin (laughs) research. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, you know, thankfully, you know, now we have examine.com. Yeah. We've got self-hacked. We've got, you know, NCBI and all the associated PubMed and the rest of the Mm -hmm. databases. That back then, what I did was I would contact companies that had a specialty in that or universities that were doing research. 
because I had spent some time at University of Oregon mm-hmm. working with some of the people, is I had some contacts inside there, and Linus Pauling Institute was there and some of those. So, so we had some great vitamin C research and other stuff. Right. Um, so I had that, and my stepdad um, was was had spent a lot of years in uh, clinical biology and those things. So I had that background of yeah. So this you were is more aware. Than, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, and then the other thing was, you know, there were books, a couple books coming out at the time. And then before then, back in the late 80s and early 90s, there was this couple named Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw mm-hmm. who founded uh, Life Extension Foundation, LEF, right? Which is now, you know, they do nutritional supplements and the rest. But they were they were all newsletter information before exactly. Mercola was, and that's where I started learning my stuff too. Oh, for, for, for Mercola? Well, so Life Extension before yes, Mercola. Yes, yes, right. Yes, exactly. Yes. You look a lot younger than you should for a guy that- He does. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome, brother. Oh, vitamins. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I want that IV. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And so, right. So you have those newsletters, and um, and then, and I was in Portland, Oregon at the time. So we had a lot. Of, we had like the largest natural health, you know, institute in America at the time. Still do, I think, in the in the United States, anyhow. So in Portland, Oregon, and so there was access to that stuff, and so. It was minimal, but we were. I was able to dig. And the thing is, I'm kind of voracious when it comes to asking questions and yeah. getting data. And so that helped. And I was, you know, I was that little kid that that danger. If I started asking questions, <laughs> but why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but why is it like that? <laughs> my mom, my mom gives me shit because she said the first thing that she remembers me, first question that was the bothersome one was, why is there a white line on the edge of the road and a yellow line in the middle? I was like three. <laughs> She's going, and, there, and she didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had a kid that asked me that at three, I'd be like, oh my God, this is it. Like, yeah, it's over. We're fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so it was, it was a really, it was a really interesting, the cool thing was, because I had a bunch of, like I had 400,000 customers in our brainstorming software. So I had access to a lot of people that I could send samples to mm. and say, this is what's in it. This is how much is in it. How do you feel? And what's your take on it? And some of these were from bio, you know, biomedical institutes and nutritional companies and the rest. And they would say, oh, I think you should do this. Or I think you should do this. And they would give me input. And it really helped me to create this iterative process. Mm-hmm. Like thousands of iterations. And then yeah. finally you go, bing. And you come up with something where the formula works for almost everyone as long as you tweak it for that individual. <laughs> and that was a cool epiphany. And then... And of course, everybody said, there's no way you can build a scalable company like this. Right. And I said, you're right, but I don't care. I just want to, if I could save some lives, if I could keep people from going down this, you know, this hole, that'd be worth it. And I've got enough, you know, I've got other things that I do that I made money with. And so it was my big deal. So, yeah. So, and, and literally, it was so funny. Are you ready? Can I tell a story? (laughs) So... So, no, you're done. <laughs> so we move out of this house. I had a little house above the Columbia River in Vancouver, Washington. Okay. Now we'd been living in a in a town of forty five hundred, and Vancouver was two hundred thousand, and right. Portland was two million plus, right? And so, and I was I I could only handle the forty five hundred people for so long. Fifteen hundred of the forty five hundred were cops working at <laughs> border patrol. So it was like like yeah, you if you can imagine what that's like for a guy like me, and so. <laughs> It was so great. It was so great. <laughs> and so we pack up the car. We, you know, and the 26 foot, you know, moving truck. 
And we're cruising, and we get right to Seattle, and I get a call from, it says SWAT, Vancouver SWAT. Okay? And so I go, oh, shit. And I answer the phone. And uh, and it's going, hi, are you Mark Effinger? Do you own a house at such and such? Do you? He goes, well, you're, you're, uh, do you, are you renting to uh, this girl? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, well, um, she, uh, she called in, said she was going to kill herself. Um, your neighborhood is kind of a tight-knit neighborhood. We're afraid of collateral damage. Um, well, we found her, but we didn't find her until after we'd broken down the front door, taken all your drawers out, um, completely trashed her house. Found all your... She was in back, yeah, yeah. She was in back of the house, and she didn't have a gun or anything. She was just having a psychotic episode. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But they just destroyed they your house. They completely destroyed my house, yeah. So so I call my, my brother, my little brother, thank God, and he says, dude, no worry, we'll just get a, a storage unit on the front, you know, and, and we'll get you, and you can, you can stay in my in my uh, dining room for two weeks or whatever, you and your daughter. Um, and so we did that. And, um, and then we get, to, I get, so then I go, I get from Seattle to what's called Centralia. Halfway between Seattle and Vancouver or Portland is Centralia, the center, right? Halfway between. Okay. So it's about, it's about um, an hour and a half from Vancouver. So we park it there for the night. Um, and, and I get an email from a girl from, from who wants to go back to Pasadena and she's in Denmark and she's a web developer. And she goes, I heard you've got the stuff from the movie Limitless. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you a website for some of the stuff from Limitless. And I said, cool, that'd be great. And I happened to have a Dropbox at the time with a bunch of assets that I'd been, you know, I've been, you know, you got a stream of consciousness, you write yeah. copy around stuff and you have some images that I took, like just really crappy images and everything. And I did that. And overnight, she created the website. Like, I'm going to bed. Well, she's in Denmark, right? right? She's waking up. So she creates a website overnight. I didn't, you know, and she put a PayPal link with my email address on it and $55. That was it. And I woke up and my booted up my iPhone and it goes, bing, 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 bing. And it was orders for this product that I kind of knew how to make that I had no raw ingredients for, that I had never shipped anywhere. I just... Given it to, and so I sold it to one guy, the the chief photographer for Sports Illustrated at the time for the <laughs> Olympic stuff, and and um, yeah, and, th- and then given it to the rest of the people. So she really liked the product. Clearly, she didn't even have it. She didn't she even just get wanted it yet. It. Yeah, she hadn't even got it yet. But I had all these sales, so I end up at my brother's kitchen table, like buying test tubes and filling them up with pow- getting the powders in filling out with powders and then trying to get people to fill out the form to get the customization. And then we're making little capsules with it. You've seen our capsules. There's the capsules and a They're test like tube, freaky. third test tube. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like this upbeat, right? So it's this weird looking, mm-hmm. like multifunction capsule. Looks like a little preschool art project. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> little beetle bug. And, um, and so my little daughter, Livy, who still works for me, um, she made those. I made the powder stuff. We're measuring. We literally, we've got little microgram scales, and we got little. I don't know if you've ever seen like the little tiny, like five, seven, five, seven, and ten milligram little tiny right red scoops and things. So we're literally scooping onto a little piece of paper that's folded up into a V, measuring things out, weighing them by the micro dose, and then putting them in the capsule and tamping it down, and doing the next one and tamping it down. Like literally every like. The capsule had, I think, 15 or 17 layers to it. Oh, my gosh. So she's doing that by hand every capsule, right? And then I'm making these tubes of product. Same thing, 27 
different pieces, measuring them out and going, okay, based on their weight and their height and their age and their sex and their, you know, their caffeine intake and their drug, what meds are on, what drugs are on and their age and all that, this is how much they need of each of these. And we're doing that by hand, every layer. And then we're putting them in a priority mail box. We didn't know what they fit. It just so happened, thankfully, the test tubes fit perfectly in a priority mail box. <laughs> so, right, like just like almost no movement. And then you just stick some, some foam in there and boom, off it goes. No like instructions. A flat, like a flat rate, like four or five. Exactly. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that and that was that was the start of it. And then and then, you know, fast forward if you want to hear how social media works. Um, <laughs> we fast forward. So this guy named Brad Costanzo, he's just like a really great life business coach. Cool guy. Really cool guy. And um, he opened up a box of this stuff in twenty nineteen, I think it was, and he pours them out, or twenty twenty, he pours them out, it was in April. And, um, and he just takes a shot of it and puts it on Facebook and he goes something like, this is the shit <laughs> and everybody's going, and then the thread just builds, right? right? What is it? What is it? Where do you get it? And he goes, dude, and he goes, what about this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this one? Have you tried this new tropic from this other company? Have you tried this? He goes, dude, you guys know I tried everything. This is the shit and it's custom for me and these people love me and they treat me like a king. It's awesome. And, and you know, if you're going to do a new tropic, you might as well have it customized for you. Right. And have it personalized. So let's get into it. You're still customizing. Dude, we're still customizing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, it's so cool. I just met this guy. I just met this guy a month ago who, so I live in a little town of 30,000 people right in the Mississippi in, in Iowa. Nice. Called Burlington. It's where the Burlington Northern train was invented and built. Right? Burlington, Iowa. Really cool little artsy town with beautiful buildings and homes and stuff. And, um, and so... I moved there. I looked at a bunch of places to move in the U.S. and moved there. And this guy who is, he he is the guy, he's kind of the master mechanic for the company that builds the machinery that builds cities. So if you're trying to build concrete pipes and infrastructure technology for mm-hmm. a city, this company called Hawkeye, they manufacture these massive robots and stuff to do that that's a perfect company name for someone that manufactures robots Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as soon as you said that i was like yeah that's the company exactly <laughs> so th- we found this kid through uh, through a guy that bought a house from me just recently really neat kid um and he's kind of like cool when i say on the spectrum he's got he's kind of like on the far edge of like like there's definitely spectrum stuff in there super smart super capable we call him mr robot and he's now designing automation robots for the technology that we've been doing by hand for oh, a decade. Wow. So super cool. So thing. you guys have been doing this by hand? Yeah, yeah, we still do. We have the we have our our customization engineer that basically takes all of the feedback from all the customers and puts it into buckets and says we need this modification here, this one might here, this one here, this one here. Again, kind of like um, remember Tom Cruise in Minority Report, where he's got that big screen and he's moving shit around, right? <laughs> right, the pre-crime lab there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Just one like of those. that. I want one of those. Right, exactly. You don't yeah, need yeah, yeah. one of those. Your brain's already like that. John. <laughs> that's exactly how my brain works. But is it? It's yeah, that's why the he visual. Wants it. I yeah, see yeah, things yeah. in spatial. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's what that's what that's what they do. So our our customization. Um, right now we have this great girl that does that and Livy used to do it, my daughter. And they, they just move things around. They go, okay, we need to make mod here, mod here, mod here. Then they send it to our actual people in uh, on the floor who measure things out and make these custom products for the individual. Wow. So it's really cool, yeah. So now we're going to have some robots that are going to help them so that they can do a better job with with these like super fine accuracy and we can add new components to it Yeah. that would be too difficult to do at that level. So Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so it's cool stuff. So each one of these is 
what like a, a days a week so what what are we looking so at? okay so each pill is like is like a day so there's there's stacks of nootropics right mm-hmm. a stack is a bunch of different compounds that work well, together I, I just want to for people that are not watching this like it literally is stacked in the capsule oh, too remember when like, you yeah. went to the bars in college and there was like the test tube shots that the right the right shooters are the shooters yeah this is what those same tubes are the shooters but said they have pills of vitamins and supplements in it I don't know what else. At this He's point. got it too. Yeah. That's a so, liquid over there. I think. Yeah, yeah. So they're through their combination of of a an oil and a stack of powders. Yep. And so um, D three K two in the in the oils. Yep. Okay. Because D three is a potentiator for many of the the systems in our body, um, and a lot of people are deficit because we're sitting indoors yeah. under artificial light, right? So <clears throat> that's one. Also great for your immune system. Again, anything we can do to remove the overhead yeah, on our like bodies. Everyone should take it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 5,000 IU a day, 10,000 IU. Go to 50. It's fun. Yeah. It's Actually, fun. Well, no, <laughs> on, on a side note, so uh, yeah. we will test for it, and the cutoff is 100. In recent years, the labs we use allow you to actually see the number past 100. Because before, it just was in right. the red, and it was just above right. 100. It's like, that's bad. It but did now, that to me, too. Yeah, but now it's like right. 115. <clears throat> yeah. You know, like yeah. 135. Yep. And people are like, is that bad? Now, I said, well, if you have the K2 in there. Right. If you're, you can create calcemia. If you do 100,000 IU or 50,000 IU consistently day after day for months, there's a, there's a probability – Sometimes a high probability, depending on how you process D, that you're gonna you're gonna develop what's called calcemia, which is an excess of calcium in your bloodstream. Not a good thing, right? But when you have K2, vitamin M K2, MK7, yep. right, metaquinone, um, you'll start removing that calcium and you'll bond it to your bone, making stronger bones, right? right. De- better bone density. Yep. It just started supplementing with K27. Well, awesome. It's, it's also about that. You can look at it this way too, because in in the sports medicine world, whenever you have an injury, you will send calcium over there right right so you think like a broken bone you right think like a calcified tendon exactly as well so if you have an injury to a body part like the artery yep. this is how it becomes calcified correct so the k2 i tell people make sure the calcium's not migrating that way yep right? huge problem right huge problem and i think that's kind of almost an essential when i say really like you look at like rewriting the books you know you look at cardiac health yep. no one ever mentions vitamin d in that manner or, or the k2 right right so you know the K2 thing. How much? What's the dosage that you normally have in here? Um, 100 micrograms of K2. Yeah, that's yeah. a really high dose for most people, which yeah. is great. You know, so yeah. 46 yeah. to 96 is kind of like right. the the scan, but yeah. But a lot of people in the past couple of years with the pandemic, they would literally try to boost their vitamin D levels by taking like almost a bolus, right? Of like 50,000 or 100,000 all right. at once. I'm like, man, you can't make up for like 30 years of just sitting inside all right. day, <laughs> and like sticking your butt a couple of times a week. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah. 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 But I get it though. A buttload of D. A buttload of D. Yeah. <laughs> Do well, I am shots? So, so we have a vitamin D three with K two. Ours is called. The I'll D. be right back. The D. The D. The D. Yeah. That's yeah. literally the name of the supplement. This morning, this morning I had a cup at whose whose place was that? The cup, Big D Energy. Freddie. 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 Set go. Yeah. 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 yeah, and, yeah it said. It said. He said. Which, which cup do you want? You get. You know, like, I had four of them. You know. And like. Uh, yeah, that's Freddie. Freddie set go broken, beautifully broken podcast. Yes, there you go. yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. What a cool dude, by the oh, way. Oh, dude, the best story in the world. Jeez. Okay, I got a good story about that. Oh, please. Okay, so, did you know? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> did you know he was? Uh, uh, he was in Broadway. Yes, 
Oh God, we had no. We had the greatest conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We talked about Tommy. The you right the Broadway Broadway play from yeah, yeah, yeah. The Who. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, we I went to New York City for the first time a couple months ago. Wow. I never I've never really gone right. Oh, so that's obviously, awesome. so I want to go to a Broadway show. Yeah. He got us tickets. Nice. I told you, you know, Nurse Doze and everything, right? Yeah. We go up to the front, and uh, it was the one next to Times Square, which is New Amsterdam. Okay. Yep. It was bought by Disney. <laughs> okay, so they only show Disney shows. So they were showing Aladdin. Nice. Right. Okay. Brand new production, first run, first cast, everything. Like, wow. It was badass, right? We're like five rows back from in, in the orchestra from the stage, and he just left us with their force, and it was under the name Nurse Doza. And that's what Freddie did for us. And I, I finally got to give him a hug and congratulations. The man. The, the, yeah. Because when we walked up there, you know, we're like scrambling to get there and everything. And he's like, yeah, you know, there's no tickets there for us. And me and Baldo, my best friend, were like, what? There's no tickets for us? Well, they didn't listen under my first name. Right. But yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, freak out for a sec. He was like, are you Nurse Doza? And I was like, yes. Uh. Yes. And so he goes, here you go. So we go in there and we look at this like a a really old beautiful theater right nice yeah and so that i was blown away by it i loved the broadway show aladdin was kind of like the you know well and isn't it amazing the quality of acting and performing yes at a new york broadway show but here's the thing the entire time and i agree with this the whole time i was thinking that i'm sitting there watching this and thinking of freddie one because he gives the tickets but two because when he was in broadway is when he had cancer oh shit so we didn't touch on that here's the thing he had cancer the entire time he was in Broadway, and he never missed a show, even when he was going through chemo and he was biohacking, he put on a smile and never missed a beat. He was never out of tune. And one of the things that was really bad with him is that uh, he had to get cut open midline, so he had to watch for the vocal cords and all. Oh, I mean, geez. just like, just, uh, what a yes. great story. And he and he said, "Yeah, this is just what I had to do, man." And I'm like, are you serious? Like, you just went through all that? And he's like, yeah. And so when people bitch about their days. Right, right. And they're like, I don't think I could make it to work today. And I'm like, yeah. what do you think about Freddie? Right? <laughs> and this whole time he's just smiling, having a good time. So, like, that type of friendship, like, in the health and wellness realm, like, that's, you know, you talk about stories and all that. Like, how do you get into things? Like, yeah. He, that's how he got into health and wellness. Right, right. Because of that. Well, I didn't know it was at that time. I didn't realize he was still performing. My God. Yeah, I didn't either until we did That's a podcast crazy. with him. He's a good friend, but I was just like, well, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And he's smiling. He's like, I never missed a beat. I was Have like, you seen his new place yet? No. Oh, I, it's my amp coils everywhere, right? Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And so it's got that, and, and it is it is kind of, you know, it is like Keep Austin Weird. It's an example yeah. of the weirdest well, of weird. Well, good. In a good. great, in a great way. He's So the Keep Austin Weird vibe, I've, I grew up here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's as weird as it should be. Because keep Portland weird. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Right. Like, that is true. You've seen Portlandia, I hope. Yeah, of course, of course. But, like, uh, Austin was pretty weird at one point. Now it's just kind of trendy. Right, it's gotten kind of hip. Yeah, which is kind of, which I guess was expected. Do you know where Buda is? Oh, yeah. Okay. You said it the right way, too. I like that. Thanks, brother. It's (laughs) taking me a while to get it. All right, all right. Um, uh, So I, uh, I am involved in a thing called the Wizard Academy in Buda. Okay. So and it's a it's a communication school that okay. we've got there, University for Communication. Nice. So, so yeah, so and I've been coming, so I've been coming here some, since the early two thousands. Oh, nice. Yeah, been so, out there that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, 40, there was nothing out there. Forty-four acres, um, incredible. We've got a whiskey. We had a million-dollar whiskey library. We've got an incredible uh, university, you know, teaching facility, and it's it's great. And and we even got dorms. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you have to come there sometime with me. I will totally go. Oh, you will love it. I live like 15 minutes away from there. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Uh, Just off Bees Cave Road. Well, yeah, that's what this is. I mean, here's the thing. Austin is like the epicenter for health and wellness. So 
when you have people that come through here, I think there's this bigger purpose to the Keep Austin Weird thing. It means you want to be a person who thinks outside the box. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I love your story because you did it on your own, which is very uh, common in the CPG world, which mm -hmm. is huge here. You found a problem. And you said, I'm going to create a solution in a time and a system that doesn't cater to solutions. Right. Because there's there's <laughs> one solution, right? There's not even a solution. It's right, like, right, right, right. There's one option. One option. There's one yeah, option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, my backstory, too, I was in pain management before all this. Okay. So T the tell Nurse? Nurse. Nurse. Practitioner. Nurse? Nurse, tell me. Nurse tell me more. I, I love so, that. So when you talk about having a, 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 you know, solving a problem with an opioid, which your IV's done, by the way, oh, uh, when, you, when you try to solve it, the receptors in the brain, mm -hmm. when the opioid touches the, like you call them, mu receptors, right, the receptors, yep, whatever, yep. there's no going back. There's never a way to get out of that connection to what opioids do to the brain. And what's incredible about it is, is this was designed. Like you talk about the detail you went to, there's people who they hired to do the exact same thing to make sure that when that person takes it, it doesn't yep. cause the same reaction it does with y'all. Right. You know, like with the nootropics right. on. This is a whole nother gate theory, pain, anti-inflammatory approach where it's actually just a facade. Okay? And what's incredible, the word addiction mm -hmm. gets thrown around too much because I think it's a catch-22. If you're addicted to the sun and water and food right. and living healthy, I mean, what are we addicted to, right? Mm -hmm. But when you have a key and lock system, and well, that's what opioids are, it's right. the key. Oh, yeah. There's no way to unlock that without another key to come in place. Right. That's why it's so vital in that. We came up with a nootropic too for a uh, approach for like ADHD medication step down. Nice. Right. Because, for titrating down. Yes, for titrating yeah, down. Yeah. It's like the step down approach because in medicine, you're learning that I was not taught how to dose opioids in nurse practitioner school. No one has taught Isn't that. Isn't that amazing? You, no one has taught that. No one's taught that? No one has you taught that. You've never told me this. <laughs> no. So you know how I learned? Tell me. On site. <laughs> and there was like, nope. Well, and you had to give a shit though. But, but here's right? the craziest thing about it. Because if you talk to the <clears throat> physicians who've done this forever, they say, well, they tell you about how it's done by the book and their fellowships and all that stuff too. Well, there's no fellowship when you're a, a nurse practitioner or a PA. You go into it and you're like, okay, what is it today? Okay, let's give you some morphine. Let's give you fentanyl. Let's give you oxycodone and oxycotton. Mm -hmm. And then you hear about the horror stories for the past 20, 30 years. And what happened was I was in at the time when family practice couldn't prescribe it anymore. T3. Remember T3? Oh, yeah. Okay, for the people who don't know, that's coding with Tylenol. Yeah, that was given to anyone from a, like even a toothache. Cody, you, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Can do it. That's why people yeah. steal the pads from and the. And eventually, you can only get it from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so they were putting it as a control too, at the time. But at the time, all these doctors are prescribing it like, "Oh, your foot hurts. Here you go, have some T3." And these people are coming back. They're like, "I don't get it. I really need this. I cannot get off right. of this." Right. Mm. And so then, like Suboxone and Methadone. Yeah. Later, and all of a sudden, you're like, "There's no step down approach." But what's incredible about vitamins is it's biochemistry in advantage the same way the pharmaceuticals work, and you figure that out too. So NAD, which you got in your IV, mm -hmm. does the same thing as the key and lock system for uh, do dopamine receptors. So NAD is NAD a key. plus NAD plus yeah NAD NAD plus is a key. I love it. And that's how they've done it for years. And then the biohacker world, they started hearing about how great it was for like addiction and then how great it feels like when you actually get the rush from it, which it doesn't feel that great for some. But yeah, I was like, I don't know if everyone needs to be taking that high of a hero dose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heroic yeah, dose. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. We, put you, we put you a mini dose up here, you know? Yeah, I love it, yeah. If you felt in it at all. But, but yeah, great. but yeah, so 
if you do that, it goes back to the biochemistry of the brain you were talking about. No one was trained to say, well, what was the repercussions of all that stuff we did to their brains? You right. know what's incredible? This DEA agent gave this talk to like us at a steak dinner, which doctors love steak dinners, right? Yeah. <laughs> they basically just – What's trip. the pharma follow-up on that one, right? right? It's basically yeah, yeah, it's like, well, pitch. when can we schedule your next steak dinner? Yeah. So then uh, – so this guy's talking. I mean he was so high up at one point, Escobar had a hit on him. Wow. Okay? Yeah, so he he's said, real. He's real. He said his talks he loved to do was at high schools. He didn't want to talk to the adults. He wanted to talk to where you needed to talk to. Right. So he asked questions like, hey, so what do you think your kids are doing? Uh, they're going. They're huffing. No one knew what huffing was. Mm-hmm. I even know that you could go down to Office Depot and go do that. <laughs> right. They right? don't That's sell Sharpies yeah, yeah. to under 18-year-olds anymore. Because of that. Holy shit. Because of I that. I found that out recently. Because no one was knowing. knowing right, that, right, right. So he tells something. He's like, you ever ask kids why they take Oxycodone and Oxycontin? And parents there, no, I don't know that. So the doctor's like, I don't know why. He goes, I asked 15-year-olds why I take Oxycontin, and they say, I take it because it makes me feel like my mom's holding me in her arms. Right, Mm. right. That's so sad. There's nothing stronger than that bond. Yeah. And those mother put that in a pill knowing that. So when you say that you have an option, right? that's what's incredible about it because how many – positive stories you'll hear after that that you'll say like okay you know what you did for me you gave me my life back because at one point i didn't even know what i could do like you know you're not a per- you could operate and this is what he also said he said i could tell you a crackhead a cokehead person on smack the second they come in i could not tell you this DA agent says i could mm-hmm. not tell you anyone on oxycodone he goes it was just one of those things because they just act chill because yeah and normal and yeah, i yeah. saw it in practice a person could be on 60 milligrams of extended morphine Three times a day, and it was no problem for them to operate and talk to me. It would kill any one of us. Right. But then that's just because they've been on it for so long. Tolerance. Because the tolerance, because they titrated up. But what happens is the synapses, the neuroplasticity that comes in there. When people talk about trauma, that trauma from opioids is locked in even deeper. That's crazy. So now is that a thing that you guys are trying to work on, like potentially aiding in the recovery from so what you just talked about. So um, before I moved from Blaine down to Vancouver to, to to or just after I moved down to Vancouver, right? I started going to Astoria, Oregon, to a rehab center there. Beautiful bridge there, by the way. It's like three and a half miles long, and it's right across, right on top of the ocean. It's just really cool. And um, so it's this great little rehab center, and they let me come in. The guy that owned it was an entrepreneur rather than a medical professional. She said, yeah, man, you can do whatever you want. You know, just be careful and sign off. So, And they would only let me come in on Friday nights and work through the weekend because uh, they wanted me to take, you know, to, to see the people that were the worst off. So the people coming in from, you know, the paddy wagon backs up and it lets off the meth, you know, the, the guy's yeah. whacked out of his head. And, right, the girl that's been on the street for a while and she's shaking, you know, she's in DTs and, and those things. And my whole thing was if... I, I, you know, I would, I would ask him once we got him clean, once we got him straight enough uh, through the weekend, say, why didn't you come in earlier? And why didn't you do this, you know, when you could, instead of having police drag you in or whatever, um, what, what are the big problems? And he said, it's, it's embarrassing. It's expensive. It's going to take me out of the, out of the market for, you know, 12 to 24 weeks or whatever. Yeah. Right. So job stuff goes away real quick. Um, and if I have a job and they can't fire me because there's laws now on that and they can't fire me, the moment I get back, they're going to find a three strike that they can yep. give me, right? Yep, yep, Because yep. they don't want, you know, the addict. And so, and then I was going to be addicted to two to four different meds anyhow. Yep. 
And if I missed one and I couldn't back it up, my dealer was right around the corner. Yep. So I knew how to go, right, fix it. Right. Uh, fentanyl. Yeah, exactly. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so this was a problem. So I started working with him and I said, okay, cool. If I could get you something that would help remove the, uh, you know, the, the drag of the addiction, the draw of the addiction that would work within 72 hours or less, that would maybe a week if we were in really, really bad shape, um, that was really inexpensive and that would leave you feeling better than you did when you were on your drugs, would that be interesting? And, you know, I, there was a lot of, a lot of people rolled their eyes and then, but a number of them said, yeah, I'll do anything, anything to not go through this. And so I started working up these formulas. Again, it started with Nectar X and we had a lot of success with that. And that gave me the hope that maybe I didn't understand all the details about, behind addiction. Um, I wasn't a big supporter at the time of 12 step, but I've met enough people that have been successful in 12 step that I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, um, you know, poke them in the eyes now. I've got Matt Gallant, my, the CEO of my company and, and my good friend is 13 years sober now, thanks to, you know, um, to that approach. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I can't be critical of it, but at the same time, I do think there are, I, here's the deal. If I can help you think clearer and then I can give you, so you're now, you're making better decisions, right? Yep. And then I can give you the natural, the ATP level energy to execute on those ideas, you're going to be able to do more successful things or have more successful options in your life, right? Yep. And if you do a little bit of that, that feedback loop, the new feedback loop, the dopaminergic feedback loop, right? The motivation and the reward feedback loop is going to keep you hopefully moving towards that success. However you define that. Right. I get my kid back. Right. Yep. So or, you're retraining them to go for that type of dopamine hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, <clears throat> I can tweak this to make it really dope. I mean, I can make this hyper dopaminergic. I can make this give you a buzz. I can do. You know, the thing. That's the thing is, you can take these things and you can push them to. We've the limit. done it with the IVs before too. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? 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 So, but it's much safer and you don't have a hangover. Pre-concert IV, something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get really energized and happy. <laughs> Years ago, I made a product called Katie um, and, a, and a business partner of mine was heavy into the festival circuit. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, and he said, hey, I, I want to do a Molly, but I want to do a Molly that's safe and actually helps people and, and makes it so they don't, you know, after they've been rolling, they don't hide in a corner for three or four days, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, basically... Drops your serotonin after. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just fall off yeah. a cliff, yeah. So I built a kava-based solution that did that, and it, it became very popular. You can look it up. It's all over the web. Katie. Yeah, you know... It's I, called I, Katie. Yeah, E D M dot com, myedm.com, Magnetic Magazine, magneticmag.com, um, and then look up Katie. And you'll, you know, of course you'll have, you have Katy Perry all, all over the place, but, but we, at sure. one point we outranked her. We tried an all natural MDMA alternative. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There wow. you go. That's amazing. So, and you'll see, it looks like our stuff, right? You'll see. Yeah. But, and I don't do that to promote drugs. I do that to say that there it's, it's with the potentiation, like the philosophy of potentiation is take a molecule with a known outcome a serotonergic, dopaminergic, GABA-centric, right? Yep. Um, and then potentiate it. Make it more bioavailable and make it more powerful by combining it with other molecules. 
this is an insane stack. Sorry to cut you off, but <laughs> I don't know all of these ingredients, but kava kava, 5-HTP, theobromine, and curcumin are all in there. Oh, yeah. EGCG. Yep. I don't know how to say the other one. Omniracetam. Omniracetam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Sorry to cut you off. That's just no, no, a no, lot. no, no. It's good. It's like, great. It's great. That's, that's a nice stack. one. I had a friend wanted me to prescribe him a, a paracetam years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Because that reason, because that was the start of it. The, the right. The yeah. I mean, that's that's really what you're looking at. Yep. But Late the, 60s paracetam. Right. But it was interesting. It was going after the same approach. Uh, what we have uh, for our uh, sopra, uh, serotonin dopamine is SAMe and TMG. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes. But the TMG with it. Time methylglycine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Keeps it keeps in it check. Going. Yeah. And it's so stable. smart. Keeps it going. So smart. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's how do you sustain it? How do you make the molecule work with the neurotransmitters right. to sustain it, to not repress it, not cause neuron death? Right. Right? All those factors. Right. right. So it's a range. Yes. This is what you're, you're going after. So people either serotonin or dopamine... Uh, I don't know, dominant. I guess maybe you could look at it for some way. But dopamine is a catch-22, right? Because mm -hmm. it gives us that pleasure reward, but the focus motivation that comes along with it. Right. So when you're eating your feelings, dopamine's made out of salt and sugar. So what That's you're so trying good. to do is your replace feelings. your dopamine. Right. You get your dopamine in other ways, drugs, sex, alcohol, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then what you try to do is think about, well, I got to do that again the next day. And yeah. I got to do that again the next right. day. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But people walk into that day not producing any dopamine, hardly at all to begin with, or serotonin, hence why you look at things like Prozac's, SSRIs, yep. they don't make more. They right. just help you absorb whatever no. you make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and they, they actually signal when you trap the the neurochemical between the neuron gap yep. and you recirculate it, SSR, right? Yep, yep. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, inhibitor, right? It keeps it from being reuptake into the next right neuron so when you do that you're signaling the brain to say no more serotonin man i got plenty yeah shut it down until it fades out and you go ah i need some yeah. really bad right now ah but then in your research years ago is you realized that a cofactor in synthesis of serotonin is vitamin b6 right and so Huge. you said what does it in fact p5p p5p specific right cuz all yeah. methylators here right. but like then you think about what does anemia look like from b6 it's right. depression it's right. anxiety yeah. it is alzheimers Classic, man. Right? But, have, no, but no one talks about that. Right. Did you see new Alzheimer's research on um, the fact that actually fatty liver disease is, is one cause? of the core? Is yeah, the yeah. cause? Yeah, yeah. We've been saying that for years. Right? We fucking love it. Dude. Wait, yeah, the yeah, cause yeah. of what? Of Alzheimer's. Oh, of yeah. Alzheimer's. Because yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. everything is cancer, heart disease, Alzheimer's, diabetes. It's a fatty liver issue. Yeah. Why? It's, because yeah. it's the processor of you, everything. It is the, the major processor, right? Amyloid beta proteins, right, are created here mm -hmm. right? and then they just happen to migrate ah that's great you know the way i look at it is this the only thing that detoxes the brain is sleep right so if sleep is out of the question you're reliant on <laughs> i just I, I just did a, i did a master class in sleep a little bit ago yeah because it's, it's exactly it's yeah. true right melatonin yeah. Melatonin yeah. is one of the strongest antioxidants you make. Absolutely, you only make it during sleep. Yeah. it's uh, it's a. Berg does a great. Doctor Berg does a great, uh, you know, treatise yeah. on that. Yeah, it's a postcursor of serotonin. Right. So we tell people with the SAMe TMG, it makes whatever neurotransmitter you need. So imagine the same thing with P5P. It's yep. like if you just take it, you're going to make melatonin, dopamine, serotonin, maybe acetylcholine, maybe right. GABA. On demand. On demand. Yeah, but yeah. And get this too. You got it as well. You realize you had to throw N-acetylcysteine yes. in the mix. <coughs> and the reason why is because of what you said. You mean earlier. the N-acetylcysteine that they're trying to take off the market? Oh, buddy. I know, right? Oh, right. Well, it's a scam. The they're guess not really going to take what? it off. It's in your IV too. <laughs> yes! So even if you needed yeah. a prescription for it. Huge glutathione precursor. It's incredible. Well, in fact, we have – so one of the one of the products that we make, 
Do we have any products that we make? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the There's some tubes. So we just say, this is just what you carry around your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we do this thing called Metal Metal Reboot PM, and we have AM and PM, and PM takes advantage of the fact that your brain shrinks at night when you sleep, mm. and the cerebral spinal fluid flows around the capillaries, and it drags because the capillaries are super thin wall, right? It flows around that, and it drags out all the detritus that comes from right? The yep. brain is emitting and gets rid of all the amyloid beta proteins and the tau proteins, not all. It gets rid of a large majority a of them, of them yeah. so that you're not building up that toxicity. That's why. And, and so what we did is we said, okay, let's take advantage of that process and give it some of the neuro, the neurochemicals that you need to actually dramatically extract those compounds at an accelerated rate. So when you wake up in the morning, you're like, bing, and sharp. explains why you die after 11 days of no sleep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no just shit. get filled with toxins. But to go back to N-acetylcysteine, what you figured out was it lowered glutamate. Right. Which what happens when you overexcite the brain, whether it's a, a molly hit or and, whether oh, it's just ex excitation in general, your brain overheats and fries up. And yep, it glutamate death, it's... it's Oof. It's an excitotoxin. Yeah. So MSG, so your body releases glutamate. glutamate. Yeah. 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 But here's what happens: B6 deficiency also is glutamate uh, elevation because what happens is NAC creates a conversion of the glutamate into GABA, or it keeps it. From so ever without occurring. NAC, you just build up on glutamate. Right. So Don't what you have it. here, you have glutamate as the excitatory, uh, maybe a parasymp no, uh, the excitatory sympathetic, sympathetic yep. response, mm -hmm. and you have GABA as the parasympathetic response, which most people are going to make what. They're not going to make glutamate. They're going to make glutamate, especially yeah. if you can even get in a bag of chips, right? Like, <laughs> right. then you're not going to make gab at all. You're not going to be chill at all. It's all that in the bag Maybe of chips. You're not. <laughs> right. yeah. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not, John. Not, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, right. I drink chill all day. But yeah, uh, that's essentially that. It's so, great. So if you look at NAC and P5P, mm -hmm. what you have now is you're detoxing the brain, and after it's been overheated from ADHD, years of depression, anxiety, lack uh, of exactly. sleep, your brain is on fire. <laughs> it's literally melting, and then what happens too is that you stuff your brain full of like sugar and really bad cholesterol, like oxidase mm -hmm. cholesterol, right, right, stuff, right, right. which the brain doesn't want, and then it just melts there. Give me some seed oils. Yeah, give me yeah, some yeah. seed oils. <laughs> just sprinkle the fire a little bit bigger, and yeah. then all of a sudden your brain's on fire for 20, 30 years. Insulin resistance is occurring, yep. and then here's the kicker. We've looked at adipokines. Mm -hmm. Right. So what we've done in research, which I'm going to show you here in a second, we've looked at leptin and adiponectin. All right. No one's accounting for metabolic disease as you have white fat cells instead of brown fat. But all those signals are going to the brain telling it something like leptin suppresses dopamine. Leptin comes from only inflamed white inflammatory fat cells. It is the inflammatory cell produced from fat adipose tissue. And it goes directly to the brain, maybe specifically the hypothalamus, mm -hmm. and suppresses your ability to release and produce dopamine in your body. No shit. So get this. Who makes high amounts of leptin? People who are inflamed in their stomach. Right, right. Overweight, if you call them, right? You literally have something that's telling you to eat your feelings because you're not making any dopamine anymore. So these people have no appetite because leptin suppresses your appetite, and you wonder why people keep eating when they don't eat, want to eat. It's not right. called diabetes, right? Yeah. It's called Alzheimer's. It's called heart right. disease. Why can't I stop eating? Why am I craving this stuff? I'm like, oh, you don't make dopamine, and your body's suppressing it. And you have signals that you don't even – because literally dopamine resistance mm -hmm. is found, and your body's like, you didn't even hear the signal. You're literally not listening to your own body. I would bet that's wow. the case with like awesome. eating disorders too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. it fluctuates, I bet, because it, the inflammation, what I've, we found in the labs is that you can spike your leptin without ever really being fat, like overweight. Yeah. 
because what will happen is the signal itself is just activating now in the inflammatory pathway, the pro-inflammatory pathway, because that's what leptin is. And all of a sudden now you're just causing the cascade of inflammation to start. Where does the ghrelin gremlin come in with the, the this opposite cascade? of leptin? Right. So, so imagine if ghrelin's there, you also have like maybe CC, like cholecystokinase, right? So mm -hmm. you have probably three or four yep. appetite like uh, regulators, but really I think they're feeding off of what the brain's telling them, which are going to be all the accesses, mm -hmm. right? If that's the word, right? Sure. From like the hypothalamus to the pituitary as well. So the feedback loop is just not going to be based off what CCK ghrelins are telling them. It's what leptin's telling them. Right? Oh, I love this. Because, if, because the thing is, if there's no leptin at all, Grayland's just flowing, baby. And, and CCK's just flowing. No one's telling them how to regulate but it. But if Grayland's just flowing, that person's hungry all the time then. Are you saying they're not receiving the message? Masterclass in metabolic health, folks. That's why I'm slowing you down. You're yelling all this stuff, and I know most of what you're saying. But <laughs> so if, if, if Grayland is flowing, it's it's a range of it. Grayland is supposed to be the hunger hormone. It's the hunger hormone. Right. So Grayland is grr, hungry. That's how I think of My it. My stomach and, is and, doing that and right leptin, now. Okay, this is a perfect example. And leptin is telling you're full. Okay, so Graylin is going to tell you that you're hungry right now, but here's what's going to happen is you could still operate and think for another three or four hours, I bet. Yeah. Right? Why? It's not because your blood sugar dropped. It's because you can regulate your blood sugar and it could drop low and your body doesn't function on that as a type of gasoline. Oh, right? so because I'm metabolically flexible. Because you're metabolically right, right. flexible. So what's going to happen is hunger pains are nothing. You have no craving that comes along with it. You can function. You can think. So your body runs off of ketones. Yeah. So then what happens is if you're not if you're not doing the basis of carb diet and all that too, you're not insulin resistant. You're insulin sensitive. Right. right? And if you're mm -hmm. insulin sensitive, you – So then yes. I would think you're ghrelin sensitive at the same time and you only release it when you need it, which means if you haven't eaten for a while, like not the intermittent fasting but the prolonged fasting, which would probably be anywhere over 24 to 36 hours, your body is going to release a lot of ghrelin at that point and then say, why are you not eating? I'm definitely actually hungry right now. Right. I worked out hard and didn't right. eat. <laughs> here's the thing. Your body is going to release blood sugar called gluconeogenesis from the liver in times of stress, so you won't need to eat. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to kill anyone. Right. Like, people, right. I don't get hangry. That's good. But if you activate brown fat production and liposis in times of ketosis, you're releasing- Is not this a wrap? Yeah, right? It was good. Love, <laughs> good catch. If, you, uh, if you're not releasing glucose, you're releasing fat. That's when you actually lose weight. DJ Doza in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's when you lose weight. That's that's the metabolic. Double. Problem. Yeah. You reversed it, and now you don't have the dysfunction. DJ Doza. Double DJ D. Doza. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! God bless. <laughs> Yeah. That was awesome. That was amazing. By the way, okay, I'm glad. I'm glad we got the. <laughs> See why he wants that whiteboard, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, but, but the fact that you understand that is light years beyond what most allopathic doctors learned back in in medical school, because the mechanism of action is what you're talking about. Right. So from a biochemical standpoint, you weren't born with a deficiency in oxycodone. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Which is so so classic, right? That's the answer. The answer to almost every one of the allopathic solutions. I, I have pain. Now something's wrong. I want to take something to get rid of my pain, not fix the problem that caused right. it in the first place. No, no. I just want to mask it, man. Yeah. Can I just mask it, please? Yeah. But it was convenience that by design. Sure. And you look at it now and you say, well, what have we gotten ourselves into? You say, okay, I want everything to be fixed right away. It even goes into the biohacker community too. Well, it's funny because it's, it's, a, it's a combination. And by the way, as an entrepreneur, as a serial entrepreneur, I'm pro, like, like you know, I'm, I'm a capitalist to a certain extent, sure. right? But but you you take a problem like that and you take capitalism and you combine them suddenly you're you know there's a there's a there's a problem there. Yep. 
and we need to we need to fix that problem as well. Yeah, and, I think. And I you go back to the Austin thing, capital consciousness. Yeah. Okay. So you have people that create a project or a product, and it might not have much more purpose than to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. People acquire businesses and split them apart just to make a profit. Right. Absolutely. They don't actually see what's the product. There's no new no, no, gives a shit about it. It makes product. money. It's a business that makes it right, an asset. Right, right. Right. From a portfolio standpoint. They look it at it in sense. the spreadsheet. That's it. Right. And so you say, I want to invest in that because I know that returns can be better than what I can get in the stocks. That's right. literally how they look at. It. But then they're also incentivized to invest in green companies mm-hmm. because they have to buy the government's regulations. Right. So when you talk to these merger acquisition people, mm-hmm. they're just like, I don't understand what my product is. I don't care because it'll only be around for about six months to 12 months, and then we move on to the next thing. What do you do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, we create products that help people get healthy and function better. What do you do? He's like, I break up companies for profit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I disassemble the working parts and shell them out. And then they go on to whatever they're about yeah, to yeah, do yeah. later. And I'm like, all right. Really, so the capital consciousness of is that they're not even awoke enough. Would in Rand even support that? that? <laughs> I mean, you know, you, yeah. would there be a Randy inside of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, yeah. because I, I, mean, I no, I, I yeah, because I, I, it was so funny. When, in, in high school, I only lasted a year, right? Nice. But in that year that I lasted high school, John has seventeen degrees in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> they're just paper hanging on the wall. That's all. <laughs> Is is um, I would argue Marxism because I thought it was such a pure form. It's funny you say right. that. So communism in theory is a good idea. Yes. Socialism is too. However, yeah. absolute power corrupts absolutely. Right. And there's always going to be right. You're going there's a yeah. Solzhenitsyn yeah. So, is going to so, be rising. Just on a side note, earlier this year because I figured it was going to be banned eventually, I bought Animal Farm. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> Read, oh, that's awesome. It. It's a short read. It's like it's 98 pages. It's a great pages, book. And it all holds true. Yeah. They call each other comrades you know and stuff when? like that too. Animal Farm? Animal Farm. Seriously, y'all didn't read that growing up? Are you? Uh, or wait, are you go, You guys are Lord trolling right now, right? Lord of the Flies? Is this a... Oh. Is this a prank? Are you serious? <laughs> no, this is... Yes. Yasha's yeah, yeah, yeah. older than yes. me. Okay. <laughs> like this is an age but thing. then you should have also read... Uh, you should also read Animal Farm. Yeah. Were they, were 1984? Well, it's banned already. Yes, yeah, it's, it's George Orwell. George right? Orwell. Yeah. Animal Farm yeah. in 1984. This is to the kids Great. in the back. Gen Z <laughs> motherfuckers. Okay. Okay. Yes. Go, go buy a George Orwell book. Yeah, yeah. And read it. Because Animal he, Farm 1984. Because he lived in that time. Right. Of Marxism. And right. Stalin and Lenin and all that too. And it's, it's really incredible because even what's going on now with Putin. Right, mm-hmm. like it's like, could you not say this is a new age version of it? Because essentially, Absolutely. capitalism could say the same thing too. Absolutely, they just do it behind closed doors. These right. people are doing it out in the open. Right, right. Yeah, because it's very similar. Like I said, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So how do you break that bond? It's education. Mm-hmm. What you try to do is get people to actually see past the obstacles that are really defining their immediate needs, which is like food and shelter and water and all that. Well, right? yeah, survival instinct one one, right? Right. right. Maslow's hierarchy. But if, if they're basically on opioids the whole time, they can't see past Dude, that. Dude, man, no. It's the next fix. Right. But then what's crazy about it is Adderall and Vyvanse and Ritalin and all that stuff too. So when I hear the same thing about a kid, like let's say a person comes in here, a 30-year-old, right? Mm-hmm. High-function individual. Mm-hmm. High-rise downtown. Gets to do whatever he wants. Uber eats every night, right? Right. Is bored all the time. Has no attention span whatsoever. Has the degrees on the wall and the six-figure job, right? And says, like, dude, I can't sit still for, like, less than or more than five minutes. What's wrong with me? 
my testosterone's already going down. And I'm like, did you take Adderall when you were like 20? Like every day because it got me through yep. grad school. Yep. And I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, man, your receptors are way over here because you can drink a pot of coffee and still go to bed. Right. I can't do that. No. Right? <laughs> I, I can, look at coffee. but I never took Adderall. <laughs> if I look at coffee past 4 p.m., I'm yeah, done. Yeah, the sensitivity, right, of yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff. So they come in. They're like, I'm tired. I need some energy. And I'm like, well, you ever taken Adderall? They're like, yeah. I'm like, man, you need something else. So that nootropic side was the step down. Right. And so you said like, okay, this is how you got to it. The synapsis idea, the deficiency in anemia, right? We got to – yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, I like, want to bring it back to these guys. Like, no, this is good. The, the, this. this is why. This is exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So, so this this is our, our, our one of our newest products, right? Called Collagenius, and the reason <laughs> the Perfect. reason this was born, outside of the fact that Chastity was uh, so my my sweetheart um, was mixing up containers. I was getting so Matt Glant, our CEO, great guy. Um, he said, "Hey, Mark. Um, hey, Mr. Newts." <laughs> hey, Mr. Hey, Nudes. He goes, <laughs> he goes I, uh, Lion's Mane was a lifesaver for me when I was trying to recover from drugs. After, you know, after you got clean, it's like Lion's Mane was the thing that, because he goes, okay, now I'm clean, but I feel like shit, and my brain is addled, and I don't have any motivation, all that stuff, right? So he started doing mega doses of Lion's Mane. And so I said, cool, let me, let me see if I can potentiate Lion's Mane and make a capsule, Right with and so we started working on extractions um, of one to one to ten to one to twenty to fifty and a hundred to one, and we started finding and, and lion's mane kind of peaks out at fifty to one. It doesn't you can't get any more of the key molecules out of it beyond fifty to one extraction, but at fifty to one it tastes like chocolate. Mm. And then we found the same thing as you got to a hundred to one with red reishi, certain certain strains of red reishi, right, uh, cordyceps um, and chaga. Which are all mushrooms, by the way, we're talking about. Correct. Yep. Yeah, all mushrooms. So, and we started looking at the profiles of them and which ones were like super adaptogens and which ones were all the ones anti-tumor. And, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we started combining them and then, um, and, and that was kind of how it got into this, this factor of how do we accelerate the reformation of the brain with BDNF Yep. And then on top of that, right, neurogenesis. How can we create new neural pathways to reprogram people to be able to operate at, in a more fluid way and to be able to get rid of some of the limiting beliefs that they've had because they've burned in neural pathways yep. that said, help, survival mode, yep. right? Or, and so that's what we did. So we, we put those components together. But here's the cool thing. Since we're doing these extractions and we're isolating, we're doing sonic extraction with water and alcohol and nitrogen and then we're using microporous membrane to isolate certain neurochemicals that, or, you know, a, a precursors that come out of these. And then we're combining them in creative ways to, with emphasis on the ones that get the result that we want out of that. We were able to make it so that two, uh, the equivalent of 17 or so grams of this, which is one dose, a couple of spoonfuls, is equivalent to one and a half pounds of pure mushroom extract. So wow. you're, taking, you're taking one and a half pounds, 1.485 pounds of pure uh, unadulterated organic mushroom extract uh, for every dose. Okay. So I'm taking some a macro of this, dose, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and the cool thing, yeah, and and you take three of those in eight ounces of water. It'll it, it's it is the most chocolatey, luscious thing you've had. Is it? Are you overheating the card? It's it's been overheating. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Smoky. Well, <laughs> did I just hit something? I don't know. This sounds different. 
Uh, Maybe that, I just hit my mic. I don't know. That's okay. it felt a, it so, sounded a little off for a second. That's crazy though. That's yeah, yeah. a lot of mushrooms and with collagen. Well, yeah. So we were looking for a potentiator for collagen, and it just so happens that the mineral breakdown that the that are that uptakes right yeah. out of yeah, mycelium yeah. into the mushroom yeah, yeah. fruiting bodies. And we only use fruiting bodies for these. Um, that it also is incredible in a methylated version of copper, huh. and a balanced methylated version of zinc. And those are major potentiators for collagen. This has methyl zinc and copper in here? Yeah. This as, as just cofactor binders? Exactly. Just, yeah, they're yeah. Th- things that naturally occur in the mushrooms. That's interesting. That that. So do you find like BH4 in there and BH2 and all that stuff? Because you find it in like things like, like beets, right? So the extraction process. Right. Like, I mean, you looked at Vesveratol. I mean, you've looked Dude, at... I mean, I, ma- I, make a, I make the world's best. I hate... This, that's bragging. I can't brag. <laughs> But I do make the world's most powerful resveratrol capsule in the world. Oh, yeah. all right, we got to match like, it up. John we'll show you ours. Well, we have a, we have a terrell still being methylated uh, trans one over uh, there. No, I got. I know, the, I know. I know. My John's terms, made a fighting so, face. So <laughs> it was so funny when when basic came out, right? When it, when it came out the basic cap, um, is we're going holy shit. We've got this thing called cardio caps, and it's eight hundred percent more of the potent cofactors that make that an actual NMN. Um, right, wow, component. and it was it's great, yeah. So, it's to say that, yeah, I because I got heavy into it. Wow, <laughs> wow, I mean, I mean yeah, um, that's incredible, yeah. and that's and I didn't even see that on listed on here, right? Because so, it, yeah. it, well, we have so we have this drink as well that we haven't come out with, and Chastity is going to kill me when I say this, but we have a thing called magic milk that I think we, yeah, made oh my god, magic milk, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is it? What does it taste like? Oh, it's delicious, <laughs> it tastes like you walk through um, Morocco. And somebody handed you a sweet drink, sweet orange drink, and sounds great. That's that's awesome. Man. That sounds great. So so this is you know, this kind of you know we came out. So this I think you'll love this. This is a really super chocolatey. I make a mocha coffee in the morning with it, and then I have a shake in the afternoon. Oh, so you can put coffee with it? Oh yeah, there you go. You can make it hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that that's was the thing here because we were put, we were you know when we were making this it was like um, so Chastity just turned fifty. I'm sixty, and so we wanted to okay how could we do how can we start taking care of some of the skin-based age reversal issues and those things? And so, obviously, the collagen, right? Mm-hmm. But boy, does it activate in that. Like oh, you'll wow. And you'll feel the neurogenesis. You'll feel your head sparkle. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you get the brain sparkles, and, and it's just um, it's really incredible. So that's, a, that's our newest release. And then, you know, our Newtopia products is a whole suite of solutions to be able to get into state change, which is essentially... When people talk about nootropics, right, the overall arching thing is how do I perform better? How do I get smarter and perform better, right? How do I get that limitless experience? Yep. Everybody wants to be Bradley Hell Cooper. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Don't we all want to be Bradley Cooper? And so. I'm getting there. So yep. it's, it's great. It's great. Um, and so that's cool. And that was our first thing. Like, okay, so we can help you. If you're, if you're trying to recover, we can help you recover and get to a, to a baseline state that's better than your previous state. Yep. But if you are not an addict, if you are somewhat healthy, I, we can help you rock star. Yep. So we started building, we built a, uh, basically a, a system and a process called Sick to Superhuman. So sick, everybody has an, a factor in their lives where they're not performing. There's some, it could be an enzymatic thing, it could be a physiological thing, a neurological thing, it could be, there's some factor where they're just not up to par. Mm-hmm. Hormonal, right? And then, so that's kind of sick. So identifying where you suck is kind of important in that. Yeah, you got to know where you suck. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
So then that's going to get you to suboptimal because you'll be you'll be at running at optimal, but you're going to suck down into this point as you try to recover this thing that's kind of pulling you down. And as you you're going to you're going to pull it up as you get optimal. You're going to have the suboptimal that you're operating. And most people are operating between optimal and suboptimal. Okay. Yeah. Most people. In Austin. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was going to say, in, yeah. in cities, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot so, of people. <laughs> so, that, But the thing is, is once you get to optimal, which is kind of like the 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 best you feel normally, like yep. a, a, a good day, a, you know, not a, not the best day, but a pretty good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Right? You woke up okay. You, you, you don't have a hangover. You're, you know, you're feeling pretty clean. You're, you know, you ate well. You got your exercise in early. You did, you know, you got your sunlight in early, all those things. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, um, so, um, so that's kind of that an optimal, but then there's a super optimal where you get the super days where you're, su you know, it's, it's the kid before Christmas. It's the, it's us when we're, we're, we have purpose and we have passion, we have vision for something, or we have an idea that has been incubating and we suddenly want to go crank on that idea. Right. And then, and we're, we're driven by the motivation of dopamine and the reward system that is in place in our neurology and physiology and we start going for it and that's our super optimal state but then every once in a while as we really clock everything right like we're really clean we got great sleep last night we did our exercise well it's a good temperature outside we're working well right our people are being nice to us and we have and our and our idea is coming together that's when you can go to that superhuman state and like any marvel character you can't live there but you can visit there often Right, you I like that. That's a good outfit. way to put uh, it. That's where, yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of the goal. And so when I when when we merged companies with Optimizers, Macalant said, "Hey, let's let's focus on these primary states that people want to accomplish: of focus or performance or happiness or detoxification, right? And um, and let's get those things optimized for people." And then when they get there, then we'll start adding things that can do other stuff. Like we've got this thing, Gobblicious, that is a Gabalicious, a Gabalicious brother. Oh yeah, damn. Um, that's yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, I get this for you too. Oh, yeah. Damn, what is that? That's sleep. Sleep. So, sleep spray. Whoop. Oh. When so they use it four, as self-defense. Two to four sprays. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks really cool to begin with. Um, two to four sprays under the tongue. Let it dissolve completely. Tastes fine. What is it? And it is California poppy seed and some 5-HTP and some cofactors for melatonin. That's great. Mm. That's great. So, and then and then we have a powder that has that is completely <laughs> different. That, I'm like, <laughs> give uh, me that sleep. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need it. Um, do we have any gaba? I think we do. Yes, yes, we gaba do. Gaba goo. Gaba, gaba, gaba. Gaba goo. Yeah, some gaba so, goo. There. there you go. So there's some gabalicious. So gabalicious is something we made as an alternative to. Yeah, yeah, it's the test two babies, man. That's test two babies. Two babies. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So, um, how quickly does this take effect? Immediately. There you go. Yeah, you pour that in sixteen to twenty-four ounces of water. This is one serving. And that's one serving, yeah. And just, just kind of, you know, suck it down as you as you will, and um, it'll it'll increase your GABA levels um, pretty high and increase serotonin along with it. Um, and so you'll feel that kind of nice, groovy, yeah. chill kind of no thing. No thoughts, just vibes. That's right. <laughs> that's that's, right. that's like me. That. <laughs> so I'll keep that right there. Cool like stuff, that. man. <laughs> yeah. So, so what we did is we developed a system and a process for people to optimize the state they need to be in or want to be in, and to program that state. So this is 
Yeah, yeah. So this is... Um, is this I, the Matrix? What's going on? This is, this is our goal for this. <laughs> I've said this before, and I'll say it again. So do you guys know... Um, uh, do you guys know Wade Lightheart? Our, so the president of Bioptimizers is Wade Lightheart. He's the co-founder of the company with Matt. And Wade is a three-time world champion, I think, um, by uh, all veg, vegetarian bodybuilder. Mystery Universe. Mystery Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. All natural, no roids, no nothing, no meat. Vegetarian. That's wow. badass. He's badass. He's right. Super cool guy. So his goal, he said, he goes, he goes, here's here's all no when you make it, Mark. Here's on it. Mr. Newts, this is when we make it. We make it when when you hand this to Bradley Cooper, he opens it up, pops a cap out, takes it, snaps it closed. He walks across the stage to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu grabs it, opens it up, and goes, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a red pill or a blue pill. Right yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. I like this. So Yo, we're, we're making the, so the magnets cool. a little lighter because they're a little bit too strong. But So that's how they're, That's how you'll see them. In, in about two months, we'll be shipping with those instead Focused of test Focused savagery is this blessed. Oh, Focused yeah. savagery. I need this for my villain era. I literally came here today and said I'm entering my villain era. So this I'm gonna need some is really, this is really cool. This I love is really it. Cool. I like this. So wow. yeah, so so that's the future of our of our delivery. This and, is yeah, know. this is so cool. This is great. You're um, definitely at, at the forefront awesome. right now of supplementation and where yeah. it's going right now. So this is this has been great. Cool, yeah, man. thank you cool. so, so much for but, sharing. But how? But yeah, how do, how do we find you? Like, what what are we buying here? If people so, want to buy this stuff. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't pitch. But then, <laughs> you can yeah. drop your socials. You can drop your stuff. That's so I love it. Yeah. So Newtopia.com is where you find the stiff. Newtopia, Newtopia, N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A.com. Newtopia. So Newtopia.com slash Collagenius, C-O-L-L-A-G-E-N-I-U-S for Collagenius. And then and then Bioptimizers, B-I-Optimizers.com is where you find our, our parent company and all that. So. And again, I didn't come to pitch. I came to share the fact that you can reach any state you want to be in, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm in Iowa right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in ayahuasca right now. So. <laughs> Stop. Stop. No, no I, think, I think it's really I – th- and by the way, thank you so much for the fucking master class. Oh, yeah? Oh, it was awesome. Well, I only did it because you could understand it. Dude, <laughs> getting that quality of a rant, right? Getting yeah. that quality of a rant is tough. <laughs> a lot of guys can't pull it off, man. It's tough. Well, it, I, I was going to put you up. I'm going to put you up against. I, I would put you up against Hyman and Berg right now. I want to right now. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm serious. Get honestly. Yeah. I mean, look. we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys for listening. Please like, subscribe, share the episode. This has been How Do You Help? I love it. What are we going to talk about? Hyman and Berg. The phones are with Hyman and Berg. What the fuck's going on, bro? Joe, John. Let me take this out of you because it's been in, done thank for a little bit. Thank you, Could thank you you. Thank 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 we usually have a good time here. Uh, oh, we'll just go this one. Perfect, yeah. All right, so well, I want you to just put a little yeah. trash on that one. Better. And then, uh... <laughs> Give blood. Yeah. Give
your blood between brothers. Yeah, I mean, at this point right now, this is my life, so I stick a needle in someone every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it used to be the ass a lot, now it's IVs. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. so cool. It's actually, I meet people all the time. That's why I say it's funny. It's like, hey, nice to meet you. So what's, what is the coolest thing, what would be the greatest benefit for you guys that I could provide you? I've got a killer lab. And, okay, I got getting her in order um so we the customized thing that you talked about yeah we would need uh, an assessment intake for our website yeah because i'm going to show you we have a box where you can do packets and you can do those in like a little daily packet is tear away there's like 30 to come in there nice. so then what you do is you auto ship it directly to the person based yeah. off of the labs that we order love it and then from there you can hopefully get them on auto ship and continue to grow. But yeah. what we have is that in-house. And because we can't really duplicate a lot of us, what we sure. try to do is grow online. And that's Absolutely. essentially what you're talking about right there. However, that SAMI and TMG is a sublingual powder. Mm -hmm. We just came up with a five-pack to go. So looking at your packaging and everything, the deliverables. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. right on. It's yeah. right on. We so. can, yeah, we can definitely light you up with that stuff. Yeah. Right on, right on, right on. Take a, if you go to the bathroom, go there, because I, I got a couple of things I want to show you. I think you'd appreciate it. All right. Let's do this. Ooh. Go this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Walk this way. Chop. All righty. Too hot in here for the camera, apparently. Yeah, I was wondering, did the AC kill when we... Did it quit halfway, or is it just me? It I feel like, like it didn't start. <laughs> like, I never thought it was like that hot in here, but I guess since the camera just... Since the door's open, running. it doesn't feel any different indoor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Maybe that's, that's a clue. Not a <laughs> All right, let me hit this way. Nish! Nish! Yeah, my stomach was yeah. so loud. I was like scared the microphone wasn't gonna pick it up. And oh, as shit. I was saying, like, oh, well, I'm not.